Jafada Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress. The best hour of your life, you'll never get back. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of In Conclusion, We Digress. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for coming back and listening. We appreciate it. Hope you guys, if you're in the Northeast, got outside and are enjoying some nice weather because this week is a big tease. Remember, New Yorkers and others, uh, we have fake spring and then additional winter and then actual spring. So additional winter is coming. Mm-hmm. There's a chance of there's a chance of snow next Tuesday for, yeah. for those of you who don't. L O fucking L. Additional additional winter where it's still, it feels like winter, but with the added bonus of also a, a dust of a poof of pollen going right up your nose. Yeah, there were there were blooming uh, buttercups in Central Park today, and I was like, oh really, really, really. You go freeze, now. bitch. Also, anyone who denies the existence of seasonal depression is just lying to themselves. It's a very real thing. What did somebody, uh, one of our friends sent Kyle and I something. It was like, I have a uh, bottle of vitamin D next to my fucking, on my desk, because I was told when, and you guys can drink. When I got to Copenhagen, they told us that if you don't take vitamin D, you will legitimately get chemical imbalance in your brain that will lead to depression because we're used to more light than they are in the winter. It's a real thing. Jeez. It's just like, yeah, it's ins- well, also like the sun rises at nine and sets at four. So, like, that's a little different. They're really keeping it light when you first get there, aren't they? Well, they're keeping it light in June when you have 21 and a half hours of sunlight. See, that I think would bother me more than. No, it's I- wild. It's the fucking tits, dude. It's so but, awesome. but, but how do you like, <laughs> but how does your brain know? Like, it must throw off your circadian rhythm. Like, I'm a, I'm a good no. sleeper. You use alcohol. When the sun goes down, you go to the bar. When the sun comes up, you leave the bar. There we go. That's literally something that you do. So then you like you, you, you spend the half the year. You spend half the year with just extreme seasonal depression, and the other half of the year you're like popping mollies and then just coming high, down. Like euphoric you're periods. <laughs> well, besides everyone dealing with the uh, seasonal depression and the impending doom of it coming back over the weekend, how are we uh, how are we all doing? <laughs> Well, Kyle, we'll start with you. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good, man. I actually have... So we're recording on Tuesday, uh, the, the week that this is going to come out. And I actually was supposed to be coming back from my trip to Colorado. Some uh, you know, loyal listeners will remember that I was supposed to go to Colorado. I was supposed to be coming back uh, on Sunday. So I took Monday and Tuesday off. And I ended up keeping it when I saw the weather was going to be nice. Took a glorious five-mile walk through New York City today along the river, through the park. I'm in a great mood. I know I have to go back to work tomorrow, but it's only a three-day week, so... Can I really do that, Matt? Those are the best type of weeks when you know you can just look ahead and don't have to deal with the Monday blues and the Tuesday blues and all the other blues. The blues of every day that isn't Friday. (laughs) Wow. Those Wednesday Wednesday blues hit hard, though. Wednesday, Uh, fuck off. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So many meetings. I I get humped by hump day every week. (laughs) (laughs) Pat, besides getting humped by hump day, how are you doing? I was gonna. So I I know it was brought to everyone's attention the the newfound terrific weather, but I was actually gonna comment separately on the uh, your beautiful plants, which I believe we've I I don't think we've ever called out uh, on the podcast so far. Those uh, 
your flora in the background. I just wanted to, to take note. They look terrific uh, today. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. This is actually a, a spider plant that was gifted to us by Carl. Mm -hmm. And actually, shout out to our homie Carl. Just lots of love his way. This actually came from his Oma, who uh, no longer with us, unfortunately. So all good vibes and love to Carl, uh, even though he's on the podcast tonight. Uh, but yes, I keep that there. It's a really nice plant. It came from her. So always a special thing to remember Oma by. So, what about that other one right there? 10 out of 10 plants. Yeah, that, that is a, a fake ficus. It is not real. Oh, okay. Uh, you could have just, just said it was real. You could have fooled <laughs> like Excellent at keeping flora alive. should yeah, see how but... good I am with fauna. Mother nature. You see, I, I'm actually amazed that this plant is still alive because I am just as negligent like a plant caretaker as there is. So um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm lucky that one is still going. But yeah, I can only have one real plant. Two would just be overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. It's a See, good that's thing we're not a visual too. medium. Yeah, we just have Noam Pomsky, and that's it. Our our palm tree. He is yes. he is thriving. He I'm bringing a bigger pot back for Noam because he needs a bigger pot. When, okay. when is I he growing up, he's, long, he's outgrown. Noam uh, is a good like three feet tall right now. Yeah, wow. he's he's grown legitimately two feet since we've got. And him. and the, honestly, the best thing that we did was leave Noam in his his small pot, his uh, his juvenile pot, because he over the winter has has grown like 12 inches and i'm sure if he was in a larger pot with a more advanced root structure he would have been able to uh, really hit that growth spurt we're gonna we're gonna stifle the italian growth spurt at like the young age and we're just gonna wait for the pato sullivan irish growth spurt you know, around junior year <laughs> mm -hmm. where you go from a, a midget to a, a gangly fuck that is how uh usually plant length is defined so yes gangly fuck <laughs> being the halt being like the california redwood but yeah, that's a yes, good... Uh, correct. Also, I would like really the listeners to know shoots. that in the Zoom that we're in right now, Pat's name in the Zoom is, and I quote, door hinge rhymes with orange, parentheses, slant rhyme, close parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> Just realized that. I hope you forget about this and then go into one of your many... Zoom meetings. meetings. Yeah, one, one of your hub <laughs> meetings tomorrow. And uh... Well, he's not going to be here, so he's not going to be using this computer. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to be... Um... Unfortunately. I'm going to make sure you get a bad night's sleep so you are forced to work from home tomorrow. Mike's just going to come in at three in the morning wow, that's, and beat that's the, the worst shit thing out of you with a fucking bag of soap. That's also the worst thing you've ever said to me, Mike. I'm going to dress up. I'm going <laughs> to dress up like the little monkey with the symbols and just come into your room. Just. <laughs> uh, so also, I would I would like to discuss the the awakening of last week. Oh, um, the poo that just Thursday. Oh, oh, like like a rocket. Eight gallons of poo evacuated itself from my asshole at approximately I mean, I one thirty in the morning. I needed to buy new sheets. <laughs> so, wait, wait so, what? <laughs> so, okay, so the apartment, okay, it happened so like ten Dan feet knows from what my apartment face, looks so. like. Yeah, I'm, so I'm our apartment is is a little duplex. So I'm downstairs. The two boys are upstairs across the hall from each other, and off their rooms we have a nice little like terrace i guess is the right word for it Little it's, it's bigger than a balcony it's, it's yeah it's bigger yeah. than a balcony Ter terrace is the right on word. the building so it's not technically a balcony terrace is the right word. about 20 feet long it's really it's beautiful it's wonderful and it's the best thing about this place and I agree. we have a bench that mike's dad so graciously built us out of an old uh pallet um so this bench weighs i would guess i'm gonna go with 110 pounds mike it's it's you a hefty it's... not as heavy as the bar but it's, it's no the hefty. bar weighs like 300 pounds so like me before um, my growth spurt <laughs> exactly um, it has large ears so, that's what he's getting at yeah. <laughs> yes i was up late on thursday night 
for that reason, just like, you know, most, I got caught up in like a Netflix rabbit hole. I started rewatching Avatar again and, you know, it just keeps going. And I had just like gotten into bed, all cozy, comfy, perfect temperature going, just like very happy. And then all of a sudden, a noise. This noise was the noisiest noise ever. And it was, it was like a boom, like something fell. And it was so loud to the point where I thought that the building might be collapsing. Jesus. And yeah, I could so feel the- it. I felt it. Like I felt it in my bed, like through my memory foam mattress. I felt the, the vibration and I was like, oh, we're going to die. I thought it was and like the I beginning said, of like a, shit, a Call of Duty zombies. Really. Yeah. Like I, I thought, I think, I thought we were being invaded. I guess there was like a, like a rogue wind gust. Like it was a little windy that night, but not like crazy windy, but there was like a rogue wind gust that caught the bench in such a way that it completely like somersaulted the bench forward and nothing else, like nothing else moved, which was the weirdest part about the situation. And both Pat and I go to bed around the same time, um, mainly because we tuck each other in, but like, um, same time, same bed. Yeah, we were both probably like just getting into our our REM cycle of sleep, and it was just REM, boom, just a <laughs> smack, and all three of us met in the hallway. Like, what the fuck just happened? Because honestly, it, it sounded like somebody was breaking into our apartment, which is one of the, the fears that we have because none of our doors or windows locked. So then I texted Mike, assuming that maybe it might have been the crazy lunatic that lives below us, because we also have one of those who has thrown shit at his own ceiling very hard on multiple occasions. And I was like, yo, did you guys hear that? And Mike was just like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, okay, okay, if somebody else is awake, I'm like ready for the SWAT team to come in my fucking window, like blow my curtain out. Mm-hmm. There's no lights on in the entire fucking apartment. And again, I, my heart was like maracas fucking <laughs> a million miles an hour. That was a Dane Cook reference. I apologize. Yeah, um, yeah that's. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, is that Dane Cook? Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Wait, did you just pull a pad and, and try to take credit for a Dane Cook joke? No, uh, I immediately <laughs> said it was a Dane Cook reference. Yeah. I immediately gave he credit where the credit sword. was due. In college, in college, people would be like, "Oh my God, Pat's so funny!" I'd be like, "He's quoting Dane Cook. <laughs> I've not seen yeah. any of these." <laughs> but really, that that's it. Said itself as a double-edged sword because then that means that they're admitting that Dane Cook is funny. So that says a lot about them. <laughs> Dane Cook was. Funny. I, know. I, I I admit that. There's, there's no ifs, ands, and or buts about that. He was a funny man. He still is. Like, his more recent comedy specials are not. There uh, was a little period of poop in the middle there. Yeah, they're less than cocaine-induced. So, yeah. therefore, it's just, less funny. Yeah, that's fair. I want to hear the end. I'm like, on what ended up, like, so the bench is, fe- or the, um, yeah, the yeah, bench is know, falling over. That, yeah. that big fucking yeah, bench that, on our roof, like, completely, yeah. it, it didn't just blow over. It blew over, like landed, so that the feet were sticking up, and it moved away from the um, from, from the, the back, wall, the corner, the wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was like a foot or two off the wall, and completely flipped over, <laughs> and it was just, it was just such a loud. It, it, it uh, shook my fucking entire up. That thing is heavy as fuck. I don't know, honestly. That, so the like, wind was blowing about. 20 sustained and it was gusting to like 35 but if you yeah get the right channel through all these buildings like that could be 50 pretty easily it did rip like it did rip off all like the the shielding the camo stuff that we have up there dan wow yeah we'll we'll post a picture on our socials if you're listening to this it'll be up on the social story by that day we'll show you the bench and you can be as amazed as and terrified as we were we'll try to uh we'll try to recreate the scene 
Yeah. No, we won't because I'm afraid it's going to go through the fucking ceiling and end up in my bed. <laughs> well, I was like, and when, then we'd have like when, so uh, much explaining to do. That's when we the, first risk, moved that's the in, risk you run. When we first moved in, Pat was like, yo, we should totally get a little kiddie pool. For, like, not a kiddie pool, but like one of the a little hot tub. Like, like a little hot ceiling. tub. Yeah. And, and I was just like, what? And I, like, at first, everyone was like, oh, that's a great idea. Like, we'd have to bucket brigade this thing to fill it, but like, it wouldn't be the end of the world. It's sweet <laughs> to have. And then all of a sudden, I started like doing the calculations about how fucking heavy water is, and the fact that our just ceiling is already like pounds. sagging, <laughs> just thousands of point, pounds point load, like in a, you know, a few feet radius. Not a good idea, guys. Yeah. yeah. Also, PSA: If you didn't realize, everybody, water is fucking heavy. Yes. It's eight pounds per gallon, yeah, right? Those heavy water that. plants, man. And Pat, you wanted to get like the forty-gallon mini jacuzzi. Uh, for the roof, which would have just which, been <laughs> so many, so many pounds. Well, we, we could have got a structural engineer on board. We could have made it work. Are you going to put a support in my bed? Yeah, we're going to have like a, a steel, like, like yeah. our like our college apartment that just had a column in the middle. A diagonal crossbeam in in Kyle's ceiling, I think, would really tie the room together. So I mean, I wanted we are now what twenty something minutes into recording, and we haven't used a photo mic yet. So my my fault. So yeah, so, yeah. Uh, this is all conclusion, material, but. <laughs> in conclusion, in conclusion I digress. With, I'm sorry. Dorhinge and Dorhinge does indeed rhyme with orange. Well, besides Mike going through the event we're calling the Awakening now, uh, how are you? How are you doing otherwise? Uh, I'm doing great. Um, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling jazzed. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this beautiful weather that we're gonna have. See, I'm not gonna a, say I'm, you were looking good because I was gonna say no, you are not. No, I'm definitely not. I still haven't mastered the ponytail yet, so I kind of do this like half up, half down, last samurai look that I got going on. Um, That's how I would describe it. The hair's getting long, though. I, I see it. I see the effort. It's it's, get, it's gonna get trimmed. Let's. I, I, it's gonna go. We're gonna go from from last samurai to like Patrick Bateman. Um, you know, American Psycho, Gordon Gecko, Wall Street. Look, I think we're gonna try that. We're gonna try the power mullet for the next couple of weeks after this um the 80s are strong with this one mm-hmm. yeah um do, do you like huey lewis in the news <laughs> are there any are there any people who are actually diehard huey lewis in the news fans to that point though are or aren't that are i've, I've met zero i mean i'm sure people like if you hear huey lewis in the news like you're gonna listen to it all right that's a good question really? so digressors at home are you guys huey in the lewis Huey Lewis, uh, Huey Lewis and the news, excuse me, fans at the point Huey where you'd be Lewis like news. excited. Huey Lewis news. <laughs> um, that's not them. No, but let's we'll put it on our Instagram. I'm actually curious to hear what you guys think. So, I mean, if you if uh, yeah, you don't jam out to Power of Love, um, then I don't think we can be friends. Sorry. Also, <laughs> I was gonna say we will add an option for who the fuck are these people? Um, yes, yes, that's, because that's, that's also fair. Mm-hmm. But you know, also like you know, culture yourself a little bit. If you don't, well, yeah. if you answer that, yeah. Just listen <laughs> to last week's episode and you will be more cultured, first of all. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag culture. All right. Well, that was actually uh, a really fun intro. Um, I'm glad we got to you know tell those stories and, and really catch up because it's been a while. <laughs> Fucking away. But, uh, but yeah, and today I think uh, we're going to have just a couple of low-key debates, do what we do best, and uh, keep things kind of lighthearted and fun as we tend to do. And I wanted to start, I know Mike and Kyle, you guys brought up that you guys had an interesting debate come up in your apartment over the last week and figured we'd carry it on and uh, bring it on here. So what do you guys got for us? So we were talking um, 
And a lot of times, it's so unfortunate, but a lot of times, you know, the three of us will come up, start having a discussion. We'll have like a full on debate. We like um, to pick each other's brains um, for knowledge sometimes. Yeah, one of us usually plays devil's advocate or. That is one is Mike. Oh, sometimes it's bad. Okay. <laughs> I, I would say ninety percent, ninety-five percent. We all, we're all, we all have such humongous egos. We all play devil's advocate with one another. Yeah, well, everyone. Yeah, does. Of course. <laughs> so we have. I'm be very. I'm an only child. I'm very full yeah. of myself. Whether whether or not I agree with you or not, I'm going to take the opposing point and argue it until. <laughs> no, that's just how Mike thinks. <laughs> I think there needs to be a little bit of back and forth, okay, for us to come to a conclusion. I'm very much a believer in the Socratic method of. Of course, of course. There's a reason everyone thought Socrates was an asshole. Oh, he was a giant douche, and that's why they he was killed the him. Socratic method is the basis for rational um, and and logical thought. Yeah, but we 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 have since he was kind still of, a dick. We've we've watered that down to the point where it's like not obnoxious. Because if you read like Plato or you read any of the accounts of Socrates, like Mike's, life, reading, Mike's reading Aristotle. So I'm reading Aristotle right now, which is not so much an account. <laughs> it's actually more of like a commentary on Plato than anything else but i did um, i've done i've done my fair share of all these motherfuckers and he was an Socrates annoying was fucking guy yeah. and he like he never actually came to any sort of conclusions and anything he just kept like being fucking annoying about shit i would have roundhouse kicked that motherfucker in the face dude everything was open-ended and there like nothing could be like solved because he would just be like well that's what you think and you're like okay i'm gonna have to kill you now because this is too much <laughs> It is definitely interesting, though, to, like when you read that stuff, to think about the things that they thought were just so like set in stone that were law, like belief in the true and the uh, the belief in the idea that like the four elements like made up your body and that there was like air and fire and shit inside of you, and they were like, well, that uh, that's true. We know this to gotta be true. Be tr- we we know these things, and you're like, yeah. do you really? <laughs> like uh, I'm Clint. Did you Swift. ever? Know I was, was getting reference Clint Swift. We know this. <laughs> <laughs> You know this. <laughs> All-time video. If you haven't seen it before, go on YouTube and look oh, up you should. Clint Swift. It you will, you, you'll think it's ridiculous, but it's just... the worst video of all time. But you need to see. Yeah. If you guys the know what Balloon zap. Shop is, I would be shocked if anyone, if anyone knows what Balloon Shop videos are. Gold star for you because that's just like a very. Out- I haven't made a video in like probably twelve years. Yeah, they uh, they were OG they YouTube. Think. Yeah, they were like an yeah. like an old YouTube like group channel. They were, they were channel. the people they that made, did like, YouTube bizarre for the videos. Love. They did it for the love of YouTube, not to like mm-hmm. make money and, and be quasi celebrities. These guys like just made stupid fucking videos. <laughs> but definitely oh, worth the watch. Go though. go on YouTube, look up Clint Swift. You will not be disappointed. But sorry, Mike, go ahead. <laughs> no, no problem. Um, so we were just like, I think I think it all started because Pat was saying. Um, one of his coworkers made this argument that if something is in the Olympics, that it has to be a sport. Like that's just, that's law, right? Like it's in the Olympics. It's a sport. It's like your body's always, made up of fire and wind. Yeah, exactly. Or it's a, it's an attunement of like a fiddle. Um, you couldn't tell how, what I think about this statement already listeners. <laughs> and so we were kind of like, we, we, we started off the conversation. We kind of killed it before we got too far. Cause we did want to talk about it um, on here. Bring Dan in. Um, you know, the biggest thing we always say is like golf, right? Is golf a sport? And, you know, by the logic of it, it it's in the Olympics. It's been in the Olympics four times, early in the 1900s, and then in the last two Olympics, and they, they're subsequently removing it. But like, you know, we, we also, we like to maintain that golf is not a sport. It's like, it's an activity. It's a leisure activity. It's like, a yes, game you're... of golf. It's a game. It's a game for gentlemen. In every yeah. fucking commercial that Tom Rinaldi does for ESPN, <clears throat> for every major tournament, because he's apparently the only one who can do a golf commercial, they say the game of golf has come to St. Andrews or, or the Masters or Augusta or whatever, but it's always the game of golf. 
it's you know and i understand that like language is subjective and you can call something what you want but like uh, like significantly labeling something is the game of xyz like kind of removes it being a quote-unquote sport because i see sports as more like i don't even want to say teams like swimming is a sport you know what i mean well well, then well wrestling isn't isn't a team i mean it is in the the wrestling is a sport but it's not a team sport yeah exactly like there can be individual sports that's kind of what i'm trying to get at and like that's not what's precluding it there are probably well there are professional golfers some of the best golfers you've ever seen who would argue the the contrary who would say that it is a sport not to not to discredit anyone's opinion or you know because i feel like the whole line is is sort of arbitrary and i I don't think it necessarily i think to the point i think you were making i I think to delegate or to discern if something like and 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 say that it is a sport or it it is not a sport is not like a term of disparate like a disparaging disparaging. something's not Yeah, yeah yeah i agree that's why i was gonna i was gonna like trying to figure out how to how to say that but yeah no, I agree. Because it's, it's, it's not a second class activity. Because it's we like, all play oh, it's golf. not a sport. It's a game. That doesn't mean it's worse off. I was um, going to ask if, yeah. so you phrase it like, oh, we're talking about like the game of golf. Mm-hmm. So by that logic, if you say, oh, the game of baseball, is baseball then considered a game and not a sport? No, because I think that. So where I like, where I draw the line, I would say is that it, like, if something is an elite athletic pursuit, then it's more like it to me that's a sport um you know uh golf i.e john daly played on the professional tour for three decades almost and he is the most out of shape human being possibly to have ever lived you still need to be strong you still need to like have good technique and drive yeah it's it's more about technique and focus and, and and individual you know uh i guess every sport's about moments of individual brilliance but like golf more so it's about you know 72 swings of a of a club if you're having a you know okay day um and i think that something like the game of baseball you could say the game of basketball i guess you would would you ever really i get the game of football i guess like it it just seems like you would never hear it referred to like that and also like hitting a 99 mile an hour fastball is arguably one of the hardest possible things you can do on earth Mm -hmm. um Hitting a three-pointer while it's contested is even for the best shooter in history, something that's only done 33% of the time. So I think it's more about like the level of elite raw athletic talent required for it to be a sport over a game for me. Like curling is a game. The, all the guys that won the gold medal for the U.S. looked like dads that just got off their fucking couch and walked into the arena. They might be Nobody in there curling was shape. training. Well, no, they're not because if you look at the Finnish team, they're all in absolutely ripped shape, and the American team is like, "We're just going to be fat." That's because and they, they still smoke cigarettes won. and drink coffee for like three meals a day. Yes, and they're also very depressed and full of vodka. But we'll leave that where that is. Can, can I throw a monkey wrench in here though? Because I'm, I'm I decided I, I was going to like look this up a little bit, and I want to find out. Oh, where... he was playing devil's advocate. Okay, so technically speaking, based on definition, golf is what you'd call a club and ball sport, which. I assume pertains to anything from croquet to uh, like baseball, right? That'd be a or club polo. and ball. Yeah. Or polo. Right. Um, and so, and to, to acknowledge the, the logic of, you know, Pat's coworker who really uh, sparked this debate, a sport is generally recognized as a system of activities based in physical athleticism, which speaks to Kyle's point or physical dexterity, which would speak to something like golf. Um, mm-hmm. 
with major competitions such as the Olympic Games, admitting only sports meeting this definition. So technically speaking, something if it's something is in the Olympics, then it's considered a sport because that is the criteria that it has to meet to be in, in the Olympics. I have um I have a fun little exercise here. Go ahead. I'm gonna play are we playing game or sport? Game or sport. Yes. Okay, good good call. Do good it. call. Do it, do it, do it, do it. So I've pulled up the list here, uh, just to cite my source properly. Mm-hmm. Um this is the ESPN guide from last year of ESPN 8, the Ocho. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That wasn't MLA, but we'll take the sighting. <laughs> Chicago style. It was Chicago style, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just going through quick. Cornhole. Game. Game. Activity. Activity. A trend here. Okay, game Hobby. or sport, Mike? There's not a third fucking choice, you wise-ass piece of shit. <laughs> C, Activity. Axe throwing. Game. Activity. <laughs> <laughs> neither. Yeah, there is a truly there neither. A, uh, axe throwing is a game. No, I don't. Sport. Sport. Sport of warfare. Oh, it's like darts. What's darts? Ooh, good debate. What's darts? Game. 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 It's the game of darts. I agree. It's not the sport no. of darts. Uh, Although it does require very good hand-eye coordination. Ultimate Frisbee is a sport. Ultimate Frisbee is a sport, 100%. Yes. 100%. Ultimate Frisbee athletes who people who do that like full time are in fucking stupid shape. Yeah, I I really hate validating the douches that are like Ultimate Frisbee pros. You want to go play Ultimate Pro? Or like, oh, actually, wait. Do you you know that Uh, I know that four beers fit in a regulation 190 gram Frisbee? Because we had an Ultimate Frisbee team at Loyola and somebody I know was hazed by them and they had to drink four beers out of a Frisbee. And yes, I've done, I've tried it before. That's the number of beers that fit in a Frisbee. Just so we're all aware. That seems like a lot more than, than I would think. Than I would yes, think. I would think it'd be like one, I would think like one and a half. You put <laughs> one in and you're like, what? And then there's Wait. three more and you're like, there's no way. I'm going to blow your mind. What about Frisbee golf? Disc golf? Game. game. It's got yeah. the word golf in it. It's a game. Yeah, but it also has like the frisbee activity to it. Yeah, which but we we, we not previously running, though. But you're not it's, running. It's golf, you're standing but with in place. Frisbee, you're, not, you're not running. No, there's no elite athletic pursuit. It is in that fucking other impressive. Hand eye coordination. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not impressive. What I was going to say is, other than the hand eye coordination and general ability to throw things that you, Michael, do not possess, it it doesn't require anything. You oh, don't give me that face. Don't do that. <laughs> See too many videos and too many things in real life of you attempting to throw something and it going poorly. Poorly. Well, again, to bring up the point from before too, to say that something is a game is not like a derogatory statement. Like it's not making it yeah. any less impressive than what it is. It's just the you know the difference between words. Like it's not like anything one is better or worse than the other. Like it's just the uh, characterization of it. Okay, so I, yeah. I guess we're, we're, going, we're going in between things that could be sports and games, right? Yeah. But we did say that there's two options, but what about there's really like a third option? What about, um, we were talking about this, quote-unquote extreme sports. Your skiing sports, uh, your, I'm going to say skiing, not including cross-country skiing activities, because cross-country skiing is for sure a sport that's incredibly physical. Um, you know, I'm going to argue flying down a solid piece of ice at 75 miles an hour is definitely a sport too. But, you know, that was the, the argument you made that snowboarding was an activity when we spoke about this originally. 
Yes, because in in the Olympics there there is no downhill giant slalom snowboarding. There is the half pipe yes, and the slalom. Yeah, but it's There's not snowboard racing in the Olympics. But so, it's but none of it is to the extent of like a GS or a Super G ski race. They well, don't just, race on similar courses at all. You know, you mentioned like snowboarding being an activity. Doesn't saying that it's an activity negate the fact that there has to be some sort of activity an for jumps. Well, it would it would make it like a either a sport or a game because there has to be some sort of a, an outcome to it. So if the yeah in the Olympics, excuse me, there would have to be like we said a half pipe or like some variation of that. So they have to yeah. achieve something on said snowboard, but it's not like a leisurely activity. So yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, confused. yeah. I guess the way that I would that I'm putting it as it, like the sport in the like you do need to be like ridiculously good at to obviously to compete in the olympics a and b to do anything with a fucking snowboard in the olympics you like a you have to be cr crazy as hell same with the skiers <clears throat> and you have to be very talented i i guess i'm more saying that like if you look at it from the objective like definition of what people think as a sport like races and other stuff like that <clears throat> maybe there's just more precedent for like ski racing is kind of why i'm biased in that way because like they do pure one like individual timed runs and like it's just different for snowboards because snowboarders couldn't do those ski courses like they could but it, it would just be like it would be too difficult for them to turn as tightly as the skiers do and other few other things i think you're just prejudiced against snowboarders man <laughs> yeah because you take <laughs> all the fucking so. snow and you push it in the middle of the fucking trail and then skiers I hit the bump are worse at 40 miles an hour skiers no, are worse and then i hit the They're bump at 40 so miles an hour worse. no because half of you motherfuckers go down fucking perfectly parallel with the trail and slide your ass down for the first 35 feet so when i come into a run i gotta deal with eight thousand feet worth of bumps and fucking ice well, maybe you should get off the fucking greens and start hitting some blues <laughs> and blacks and you don't have to deal with the snowplow. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, most of us could go down in a straight line. Yeah, <laughs> until Mike gets stuck on a, on, a, on a slight uphill and then he needs yeah. one of my yeah. skis. The second holes. it's flat for more than an eighth of a second, <laughs> snowboard's like, help, oh, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. I don't know what a fucking traverse is and decides to put me on a quarter mile where I'm like huffing and puffing by the time we get to it. We barely made the last chair up the mountain to get us back. Well, that... That I blame. That, dude, that, that was completely worth it. You know it. It was worth it at like two. <laughs> it was. It was It was one of the most beautiful runs of the day that we had, but doesn't mean that like I didn't almost have a coronary trying to ski for. Yeah, there was like no, it was uh, It was just us and like two other people that we, like another, uh, it was us and a couple, I think. They were flipping the chairs up. They were flipping the yeah. the lift seats the up. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, While we were, we were so getting lucky. on the lift. We were, we were, gonna be, we were fucked. Oh, they decided so, to close it like 10 minutes earlier. So fucked. <laughs> Pat and I were a good half mile walk through, uh, you know, a couple. Mostly like, uphill walk. Yeah, mostly uphill walk through like eight to 10 inches of snow with Oof. our gear <laughs> to get back. Not fun. Yeah. And I was on um, the bunny so, hole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, hey, Dan. Dan was doing and top was to right bottoms. I, I did uh, uh, a couple of greens and one or two blues and eight shit, but. Anyway, well, we digress. That'll, that'll happen. So yeah, back to game versus sport. So mm -hmm. I, I, I guess it's like not like disparaging, but it's more, I guess it's more acknowledging that there is an innately higher level of A, elite athleticism and B, elite skill and talent required to do such thing. Like, yes, golf is very difficult and I will fully acknowledge that because I do like 
I do play golf. <clears throat> but I also fully believe that any asshole who has enough time can become a scratch golfer. Mm-hmm. A- anybody with enough time and enough instruction can do that. I am never going to be a point guard in the NBA, no matter how much training and time it takes, just because I don't physically have it. Not with that attitude. Come on, man. Believe it yourself. You got this. (laughs) I barely have the height, but like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I guess that's more what I'm getting at is like there, when I say something is a sport, there's more high level athleticism and high level technique required. Golf is more high level technique than athleticism in any way. So, what about chess? That's chess is a game. Excellent. Totally a game. game. Yeah. Chess me? is the chess, again. Chess, it's chess the game of chess. Any chess card or board game is a fucking game. Because chess what's the recognized by game? It's chess a board is recognized game. by the Olympic and International Sports Federation. Then why isn't it in the Olympics? Why isn't it in the Olympics? Also, bridge one. Ch- chess very- and bridge. No, 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 no. We're not giving old white people the ability to call the games that they're good at fucking sports. That's <laughs> bullshit. Also, <laughs> show- the <laughs> French, the the French are Marcos. not allowed to decide these things. Why are we giving the French any ability to do anything? Yeah, the people who were good at the, were good at this were shoved in the lockers in high school, and now they want to be called sports. Yeah, and now they run the IOC, and they're like, no, clearly it should be a sport. Or they're probably more like, oh, sacre bleu, it's a sport. I, I have, I have a divisive one. Let's gonna, hear it. It's gonna, it's gonna turn some. Uh, we're gonna see people's true colors here. Yeah. Cheerleading. Oh, this is this is a dicey one. This is a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> is is there a third option? Yeah. Because there's so an, like wanna... a, there is a high level cheerleading. There is an elite amount of like athletic ability you need to do that. And there's competition. At huge competition. But yeah, the only I'll, reason it exists is to cheer on like actual sports. sports. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's not true. Have you ever seen um Fired Up? The, not Fired Up, but the, the movie they watch in Fired Up when they're just like, uh yeah, those are like yeah. the warm-ups. Uh you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Cheerleading is really more about competing. Like a high level cheerleader doesn't like rah rah the local, you know, people. Yeah, those are the team. ones who couldn't fucking do the triple tuck backflip while being thrown by two guys named brad yeah those yeah. the kick line people that's okay yeah. I, w- I would say this the like your your average high school cheerleading team is like the the kid on the bowling team that joins the bowling team because he just wants to eat french fries at the bowling alley like four days a week that and then part. the the actual competition cheerleader people are the people that are like competing and, and bowling like consistent two thirties every day um so like, yeah, I, there, there is a quasi sport element to cheerleading. So I think you're going to have to consider it a sport because the people that are really high level cheerleading athletes are, are athletes. They're basically gymnasts at that point. Yeah, they are. I mean, I was going to say like, you have to call it a sport when two guys link their wrists, throw this girl in the air and she can do a triple spin and a tucked flip and land perfectly. Like yeah. that's, that's a sport. Cause that's, that's coordination. That's, that hits all my criteria, elite athletic skill and like precise coordination of, you know, so yeah. Definitely. God, let's hope Kyle never ends up on the IOC. <laughs> Why? Well, I'll fucking speak the truth. I'm like those old French hacks. 
I do actually genuinely like the French, but I just like making fun of them for being French. It's, French it's too easy. Assholes. French mm-hmm. are yeah. assholes. No, the French are nice. They're nice people. They get a bad rap. They get they get a bad rap just like New Yorkers do. Them them and the English are very similar in that they they have an aura about them that makes them think they're better than everyone else. Because they they owned the entire fucking globe exactly. for a while there, dude. <laughs> That'll do that to you. How's it globalism? Yeah, we'll do that to you. I actually have another one that uh, is similar uh, to curating, but I'm curious what you guys think. Competitive dancing, ballet. Jasper dancers. Oh, okay. Jasper dancers. Ballet. <laughs> like, okay, I, think, I think that like very much gets into what you're talking about in the world of dance, if I may. But it's dance. Like, it's different. Like, yeah, but have you ever seen like the shape that a, a, like a prima ballerina is in? It's of course, I, I saw Black Swan. Ridiculous. <laughs> That's like it's it's getting like it's getting it's getting more onto like the performing arts side, which isn't. That's really the sport. thing. I think that that's just a performance art. I, while I acknowledge like you need a great amount of athletic ability of to like be a ballerina, because like holy shit, um, I can't stand on my fucking toes like that for hours on end. Um, oh, I just don't think feet. it. I, I don't mm. think it. Yeah, exactly. Uh-uh. On sponsor uh-uh. makes on the pants. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think it even makes a baseline criteria for sport. Well, cause there's no, like just, you're just dancing. Like there's no outcome. There's no ballet uh, competitions. You perform, it's just, recit- just recital. You perform stuff, a recital. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like as someone who has seen the Nutcracker 18 times, thank you to my little sister. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Uh, nearly as enticing as watching a basketball game or and again that, that's personal preference but it's not like um there's like a different outcome that i would expect from like a normal sport or game like it, the outcomes are different that's every fair. time so i would say same, in a sport yeah. in a sport too like you have the the possibility of a different ending like the ending right. of the nutcracker is always just that they bow there is com- there is <laughs> competitive over, there is you know competitive dance um, well, that, yeah. that's what i was saying too that's another portion of it but I like, think I, that that cheerleading toes the line between performance art and pun intended and athletics. Yes, pun fully <laughs> intended. And that ballet and like dancing is just performance art. Like, there's kind of no way to make it a sport. So I, I would say that even. that dance is more in the same category as music. Like equally as yes. impressive, well, but in it's, a, yes, it's an art. Agree. It's like acting, yeah, like music. It's an art. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's an art. The reason that performing arts high schools have dance teachers because that's what it is. It's a performing art. Baseline theme. It's not a negative thing. It's just defining things what they are, like into proper categories. Yeah, again, there's no negative connotations with with how any of these things are categorized. It's just that they're different things. Something I would also like to to push out there, because this is something I'm going to push the boat out on this in life. Um, But auto racing, that's a sport. NASCAR, eh, we'll have a discussion about that. Uh, but, it, you, you can't you can't you can't mix you can't it, separate the two you have you're, to you're alienating want, if you want Formula One Southerners right now no 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 Formula One and IndyCar and LMP if you want no, all Mike, that I can, see I can make a distinction because a guy like Tony Stewart was successful in NASCAR and you could achieve one Tony Stewart by duct taping three Formula One drivers together in terms of weight. Or just duct taping the wheel at a forty-five uh, or twenty-five angle, angle to the left, yeah. And then, <laughs> but, but as it's but as its root, right? At its root, uh, it it is a automobile going around a course 
for the purpose. Yes, but the requirements of, of the driver are very, 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 very different. Yes, but there's still a physical requirement to be a NASCAR driver. It is not easy to to turn no, to hold the car straight with no power at, steering. Might I add? I don't know if anyone realizes that, but yeah, there, there's still a very large physical requirement. Big to, ass forearms and biceps. Yes, and there is like so. I I think that it, it, at its exact root, you cannot separate Danica all Patrick's the different race. Pretty tiny, very tiny. Mm-hmm. Very tiny, which is I'm always amazed when these some of these guys get out of the NASCARs and I'm like, you're five nine. How are you doing that? <laughs> like you're just like, but then you look at them in the car and they're like holding the entire fucking wheel with their body like turned like this at two hundred. Right, their entire body weight. Yeah, yeah. It's just I guess NASCAR has to be a sport, like you said, because of the route. But like something like Formula One, like I don't think people really take it seriously. They're just like, oh, it's just some guys driving like you know in a circle, but. That's another thing. And I'm like, the, you know, auto racing is a sport, again, because it's, I think also like a diff- having a different outcome is key. Like if you know what the ending of this is, like performances, then it's not a sport. Like WWE wrestling is not a sport. The outcome no, it's, is it's predetermined. It's, 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 like, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's like performing arts. Right. Yeah, it, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> they exactly. are decent wrestlers. Let's see how they develop their throughway in the second <laughs> <laughs> low-key one of the best South Park episodes but they also like, acknowledge that now like it's very much acknowledged that that's fake yeah that it's not it's real fake. I mean there is there is an incredible level of physical activity because all those all things you see but even that all the things you <laughs> see happening H-H. like it requires strength it requires them the ability of for them to take like certain types of bodily punishment mm-hmm. but, yeah, but it's yeah, scripted it's, completely yeah, yeah. So you know yeah, it's BD- so so no BDSM, but that's not a sport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow. I thought you were just doing push-ups in your room. Oh. <laughs> oh no. This this took and on tonight's episode of How Did oh. We Get Here with these flabby arms. There, there is one additional element I do want to bring into this that I'm I'm reading on the side here that I, I really didn't even think about. Um, this is saying that one distinctive factor between what makes up a sport and what makes up a game is that a sport does not involve chance and a game does. So this is just one take by this random article. Well, but it's like interesting. That's, like, I, that's a poor argument because every sport like has a component of chance, even if it's marginally so. No, I think what they're saying is that it's like – in a sport, is it up to chance? Like, are you rolling a dice or are you like doing yeah. something? Like, are you are you truly the master of like I'm going to go six feet? Like, I'm going to dribble the ball all domain. the way down the court. And the dice, you're not rolling yeah. a dice and it's saying, oh, you know, you only go two squares. But that also that that definition, Dan, opens up a huge amount of other things that we have previously considered to be activities as sports. Right. Because I also cornhole think is it's, not a game of chance. It is a game. It's, it's very skill. much of skill, yeah, right? Skill. Yes. But it's also like it, it, a sport isn't defined by like one characteristic. Because if it was, then like basically there we know. Yeah, everything or nothing would be like there. There would be. There, it's not enough of a hard line. Like me to, running to the fucking subway in the morning would be a sport because there's no chance in that. The subway is either there or it isn't. Well, or also you could check the schedule and you can eliminate the need for chance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that, that so, definition like, that you just gave us really fucked with everything it really undermined yeah, our thanks, entire Dan. like 
30 minutes of points that would just, yeah fucking fucking dan go you and your ficus like, i'm, I'm just, like, <laughs> fake ficus it's it's not even real ficus <laughs> like all right so some of the examples that they give for games here just to kind of add on to that so they say that like hide and seek is considered a game right but, like what about manhunt is it really sport I mean, <laughs> they're inherently different games, but no, I feel like it's not chance because you're like actively going to find someone. So you're like taking the initiative to, you know, it's not like you stumbled upon someone. Yeah. Like what if, what if you're an expert tracker like me? Like, <laughs> Pat's got like the, uh, the snout of like sniff. a hound. Like he's, he could smell Pat for leans, miles. Leans down to the ground, picks up a leaf and licks it and goes, they were here 10 minutes ago. Follow me. <laughs> That maybe only has like the ears of a bloodhound. I think that's about it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which in this case, not helpful. That's all right. Michael sneeze from uh, Dalmatians are three, deaf. From three clicks out, and I'll hear him. <laughs> yeah, well, I think uh, people in Paris hear Mike when he sneezes. Um, okay, <laughs> and I, I will let you know that I am doing my best, my wholehearted best, to control as much of that sneeze without. Snapping a rib inside of my body. Like <laughs> How have you? Like, like a How chicken. Have you not wing. had like a prolapsed lung yet? Like, Dude, it, I, look, this... I don't have a prolapsed anus from some of my sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? It was the sneeze, sir. Dude, that, uh, you don't understand. I've hurt myself sneezing, so I have to let them out to like a certain extent. There's just nothing I can do about it at that point. I have. I. So have... I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume that Mike's sneezes are roughly. 90 decibels oh i would because say i've more been than that. awoken by them no mike i'm not gonna say more than that because a jet taking off is a, a jet turbine engine yeah <laughs> that's where i was gonna go i was like i was saying like jet engine no 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 no, no. because jets flashbang are incredibly grenade. loud flashbang grenades like a buck 50 yeah so don't give yourself that much credit i'm gonna let one really oh, go I, i'm equally as stunned and out of it though similarly to a flashbang once mike's new. <laughs> <It's> very true <laughs> You're desensitized to everything for at least five, ten minutes. I'm very curious. We're going to put all of our you know, game versus sport questions up on our Instagram. Please answer them. I want to hear everyone's thoughts and what you guys think constitutes a sport versus a game and what you think each one we talked about, whether that's a sport or a game. So we'll get all those up live as the episode releases again today. All right. So in the interest of, of debate, before we wrap up and go to our past facts, we have one fun question that I want everyone here to answer. So I actually kind of gave this to the guys in the pre-meeting before, but we'll we'll bring it again and see what the reaction is. So would you rather get projectile vomited on by a homeless person for an hour straight? Or oh, no. Get, or get your dick sucked by a toothless homeless person with no gag reflex? Yeah. This one is rough. Listen, we'll definitely this be able to so get, You get vomited on for an hour straight or you get a blowjob from a toothless homeless person? Projectile right. vomit. Projectile vomit. Does, does it say how Which long the second option lasts? It's as long as you do. It's always you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which for you, Pat, like thirty seconds with. Oh, time perfect. Then, then that one. Then that one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this though: there's a good chance that that homeless person has like some sort of hepatitis Vener- or venereal disease. Yes. Yeah. So you're gonna run. It's hard the to risk get a venereal of... disease if you know their venereal area isn't touching you. You can still get some uh, of those diseases. Mouth herpes, dude. Yeah, but it has yeah. to be specific into that region 
of the body. We done. Yeah. Yes, Cold sores are herpes, dude. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. The third yeah. of America has herpes. We've discussed this. So you're gonna get your your knob slobs by like a crack gum for 30 minutes or also yeah somebody with no teeth also loves meth and crack just keep that in mind yeah Mm -hmm. is there a risk of any uh is it completely is it completely toothless or is it like hockey gap and you're kind of just like thread straight gums straight if i have a dental or he's going it i have a (laughs) dental dam handy can i use it a dental dam Wait, what'd you say, Pat? If I have a dental dam ha- handy with me, for example, <laughs> can I use it? Do you just carry it one around, like, casually, like, in case the situation ever were to arise? I'm is, not is that... at liberty to discuss that, man. <laughs> he, re- he, he actually recently visited Carl in college, and he picked up some free ones. LOL. Throwback to yes. the episode. Yes. <laughs> Call back to a previous episode. Yeah, oh my so God. It, either way, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. So uh, you're either getting projectile vomited on for an hour, or just straight gums on your knob not good okay so i've been projectile vomited at by a friend who did it unintentionally while very drunk in college but you know i don't want to he's in the military so we'll leave his name out of us um yeah and uh the the dodge that i did to avoid the vomit that's as close as i ever want to be to being puked and he got distance. We're talking. We're talking six feet of distance. Um, it was terrifying. But yeah, I don't want to be puked on again. So I'm going to pick the option that's not good. You're going to pick the, the blowjob. They, they, they both. I'm picking the second option. I'm picking the second option. I mean, I can imagine it's just tremendously unpleasant, and you won't. It, it will last longer than it should. Yes. Let's put it that way. Yes, definitely. Yeah. It's it's can not I, like yeah. Can I pull up some of Mike's only only fans beforehand to get close and then uh, <laughs> that that is always encouraged. Yes, <laughs> I do highly recommend my um, my sailor boudoir shots. They will definitely be your quickest. <laughs> the money that we would make if you would do that. The money I, that uh, we would make. As a serious note, I've considered just doing an OnlyFans as a troll to see if like. <laughs> Anyone actually sign up? <laughs> just posted pictures of fans. <laughs> That's all it ever just was. Just me with me with different fans. It was like a fan dressed fans. up in like the theme of the episode. That and only and only fans. Like, there's no other. Fun. There's no other components. Mike, it's also the perfect opportunity to post your uh, your daily like food pics from Snapchat. You could post on your <laughs> OnlyFans. Sponsored yeah, by Only so. Yams. <laughs> Oh, right, no, so, so we're, we're, still, we're still trying to figure out which one. I don't know. Yeah, Kyle said um, option two. I made the I made a very quick and obvious, in my opinion, statement. You've been puked I'm, on, Mike. Yes. <clears throat> How was that experience? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sooner than you will. Well, oh, has yeah, anyone no, ever no. been like, "I'm a yak," and then looked at you and be like, "Whoa." Like you? Uh, no, yes, yes. Oh, 100%. I won't name names, but yeah, that's definitely happened on multiple occasions. It, it, it just, it happens. And also, um, you've been puked on by kids. Like if you just... True, if you're a parent. True. Yeah. A big homeless baby, if you think about it that way. Kind of cute. Like, aww. Yeah, but for how an is hour. It even, straight. Yeah, how is it even physically possible to it's projectile not. vomit for an hour? That It's, it's not. 
Yeah. You also, would, if you, you were homeless die. and had no teeth, mm. you'd probably die because you wouldn't uh, be able to I, eat. I, I, I've I'm seen right. Team America World Police. It's possible. <laughs> I like just so don't want this this fucking gum job. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say vomit. At least you can go like shower and not be like ashamed after. So the one the one the one thing is that we we haven't said that with the blowjob that you won't also get vomited on. <laughs> that is a possibility. Oh god. Well, there's no gag reflex, so <laughs> yeah, there's no yeah. gag reflex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was said. Don't. Don't. Not that any said. of you would need to worry, but um, no, Ouch. but just in okay. general. <laughs> okay, Excalibur, make your fucking decision. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get puked on. I'm gonna get puked on. I, 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 I love, I love. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get puked on. <laughs> All right, Pat, hey Pat, you want to you want to fucking make a decision? I already made my decision. What was your decision? Option two. I said the OnlyFans thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah you're gonna gonna do. Look at the- Are you going to be streaming my OnlyFans on your phone, like just trying to make? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, pretend. Moment. Pretend it's someone else. Mike's uh, Italian sauce is going to get him through that experience, and <laughs> yes, that is a euphemism. <laughs> wow. So we're split two two. So that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, that, that rarely happens on this. Usually there's at least majority in some sense, but yeah, that, that's also just a terrible question. So, you know, not really a good outcome either way. I feel uh, dirty having debated it. Yeah, you know, that's that's us, man. That's that's the conclusion we digress. That's what we yeah, do. That's fair. So let's go to Pat's <laughs> Pat's facts this week from the book of useless information. So making its comeback after a little break from last week. Uh, so we had, yes, there it is. Right. Kyle, why, just why don't you choose a page? Go ahead. Um, I want, Pat, I want you to go to page 347. <laughs> Subtract 73 and then multiply that number. We should have now. Like, give Pat a whole math that. equation for what the page you number better is. Better fucking not. I'm, I'm good. I'm not that good. <laughs> this actually has to do with yeah. space. Okay. Oh, we space. love that. The Man on the Moon is the, is the name of this chapter. So, on July 20th, 1969, millions of people worldwide watched it all. Astronauts became the first humans to step on the moon. However, a considerable amount of conspiracy theorists contend that the men were just actors performing on a soundstage. And this chapter goes into a number, well, it's just a few here, but um, a few, like, I guess arguments to how uh, it can be potentially faked and not an actual uh the moon landing didn't actually happen so uh mm-hmm. you guys want to hear these yeah I so do. the astronauts really curious so here's a few common questions raised if the astronauts really did take the photographs on the moon why are, aren't the stars visible in them uh the, the regolith on the moon is uh is is very reflective uh, light pollution from all the aliens that live there. It's the stars are there, but it's the correct answer is the stars are there, but they're too faint to be seen in photographs taken in 1969. I was so, gonna say also the quality yeah. of the camera. Like it's not like yeah. this is like 2020. This was you know 50 yeah. plus years ago. Yeah, the astronauts had to adjust their camera settings to accommodate the brightness, which then rendered the stars in the background too difficult to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I said, because the moon is so reflective. Mm-hmm. So why was there no blast crater under the lunar module? Correct answer uh, is the astronauts had slowed their descent, bringing the rocket on the lander from a maximum of 100, uh, I'm sorry, 10,000 pounds of thrust to just 3,000 uh, 3, pounds. In addition, the lack of atmosphere on the moon 
spread the exhaust fairly wide, lowering the pressure and diminishing the scope of the blast crater. So, okay, uh -huh. it's good science. We like good science. Science. There's no, science. there's no air on the moon. Why does the flag planted by the astronauts appear to be waving? The flag he touched to... it and then it fucking moved. Kinetic, kinetic energy. He like, shook yeah. it aggressively yeah. and then took his hand away quickly. Had to get it in the fucking ground. That always bothered me. I was yes. like, this one is the most obvious answer, people. So that's essentially the answer. It's because the astronauts were rotating the pole on which it was mounted, so they tried to get it as they tried to get it to stand upright. Also, if I may, uh, the people that think we were capable of producing a fake moon landing in the '60s, when televisions were one per household, maybe they were color. And they were ten inches across. I can see Do you how think bad we had the technology to fake such a thing? Get out of here! It'd, it'd be the time to do it if they could. Well, that's and fair, but <laughs> also if you shoot a laser at any part of the moon, you get a reading that comes back from whatever bounces back. And if you shoot a laser at the specific, I believe, five sites on the moon where the astronauts left mirrors, you get the full reflection of the beam back, and you know. That's a laser and it's just reading you a number. It's like a zero or a one as to whether or not there's a mirror up there. I mean, I don't know. These people aren't going to believe anything though. That's the issue. They're so stuck in their ways and dumb that no matter how much logic or reason or science you bring into it, they're going to be like, film the sound stage, man. Because that's what people sounded like in the sixties. Every so last person, one. Yes. All of them, fun fact. Oh, there's another one. Oh no. Yep. When the, when, the lunar module took off from the moon back into orbit. Why was there no visible flame from the rocket? And that's because the composition of the fuel used for the takeoff from the surface of the moon was different, and that is no flame. Hmm. Okay. So that has been that is your Pat's facts of the day, refuting horrible conspiracy theory claims. Flags don't ripple in the vacuum of space. I feel like flags don't ripple is usually like some like backwoods guys like flags don't ripple in the vacuum of spice. Yeah, we did not even we didn't even land it in the moon. John F. Kennedy told us that he was a fucking liar, and then he gone dunk on to Dallas and got his head blown off. So I don't know if I could believe him. Those are the people that think we didn't land on the moon. That's my one of my favorite voices to do, by the way. Yeah, thank you, Pat, for that fun fact about space. I'm really looking forward to next week as we'll be recording on monday march 15th which if you know history at all is a very important day for a lot of different reasons and before we bid adieu gotta say goodbye so everyone have their closing statements ready because ready or not here we come pat you go first yeah so real quick i, I wanted to bring uh shed delight if you were into the the segment we did check out this guy diogenes who lived in ancient greece who was a contemporary of aristotle socrates dude was a complete freak so couple quick things he one time like so alexander the great he was like a homeless hermit who like was known for his as a vert like a, a virtue of poverty he lived in the form of poverty uh to show how i guess pious he was i'm not for lack of a better term um and he one time uh so he he made fun of aristotle who said or plato who said what men but just featherless for um uh, Featherless mammals, I think is what he said. So, or, or something like that. And he plucked the chicken. He plucked a chicken. I should have done more research to this beforehand. But <laughs> delivery zero out of ten. Yeah, delivery zero. <laughs> Hold on. You need to get this right because this was so fucking bad. So, I'm oh, sorry. Here's here's the line. So, according to Diogenes, uh, Plato. Oh, Plato defined man 
as a featherless biped. So Diogenes then went into his um, forum where he was teaching his students and, and plucked, so beforehand plucked a chicken of all of its feathers and went up to Plato and goes, behold, I've brought you a man. Yeah. Listen, the, the ancient Greeks were <laughs> fucking crazy. That is true. They were drunk most of their lives. Did he find five Alexander drunk me at the end of that? Like, is that, is that how we're going to end that story? <laughs> I don't know. But apparently Alexander the Great visited him in his, in his homeless like pit. He lived in like, I don't know, the side of like some sort of a, a, a large pot. I'm not even kidding. Like a pottery shaped orb. And Alexander the Great visited him because he thought he was very wise and he basically like took a shit next to him and was like, told him to fuck off. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So, so it, just just make sure you're searching for the right uh, Diogenes because in Diogenes. ancient Greek history, there's a shitload of Diogenes. About 107,000 if I had to guess. There's a gazillion famous Diogenes that have all done things throughout the course of ancient Greek history and philosophy. So, so this is uh, sure you're... Diogenes of Sinope, uh, also known as Diogenes the Cynic because he was a cynical yeah. man. Okay, Diogenes the Cynic. That's the one you're talking about. That's how you wow. refer that was That was a long walk. For like, for like an RC Cola vending machine in the middle. Of the <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're thanks welcome. for that, uh, Pat. Yeah, really appreciate that additional insight. Yep. Be sure to look that up, uh, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Like you weren't going to. How do I follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. I don't fair think question. In closing. Um, just eat some red meat to try and recoup the brain cells we just lost in the 30 <laughs> to 40 seconds of Pat ramblings. Um, <laughs> we'll do you some good. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yeah. All right, Kyle. What do you have for us? Uh, I have something short and sweet. I'm going to preface it by explaining what it is. It is a little poem and the third line is an actual news headline from everyone's favorite state full of meth heads, Florida. Oh, no. <laughs> and Floridians come at me, I swear. <clears throat> In closing. Roses are red. They're in offense. Miami stripper arrested for squirting vaginal fluids at police officers in self-defense. Thank you and good night. <laughs> I, didn't know that was a, I didn't know that was an ability. I don't think it is. Have you not? Have you not seen like the ping pong ball show? <laughs> but why? Here's my question: Why? I we're not supposed to like keep going, but like, why was that her self defense? Like, was she just sitting there pantsless and she was just like, "Woo!" And also, yeah, like, an all nude what was club. that gonna do? What it's was gonna that gonna really, accomplish? Gonna really, really catch them off guard. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to explain that to their wives true. now. They're gonna have to yeah. explain that to their wives now. Why do you think yeah, I like a whole digital I, I, Diane, I can explain. <laughs> I was at a strip smart. club and I got squirted on. That's how you end up on the couch. It's what they all say. It's what they all say, David. You asshole. You're sleeping on the couch tonight. Uh, two quick things for me. First of all, looking forward to uh, that Floridian woman being featured on Mike's Only Vans this week. That'll be interesting to say the least. And, uh, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Oh, two, two weeks. weeks. Excuse she me. I'm sorry. Needs, 
she needs to she needs to quarantine. I don't want to get uh, I don't want to get any COVID from the from the from the spray. No, I, I understand. <laughs> In this area, you will get wet. Oh. It's like the it's like the blue it's man like group. <laughs> oh, no. Dad, end this episode before it gets worse. <laughs> Well, yeah, I wonder if at that strip club, there's just like like a line and it says like splash zone and they have like, they have a guy handing out ponchos. The front two rows get wet. <laughs> the only other piece of advice I was going to include, um, we're just moving forward uh, after this question we had today, just avoid precarious situations with toothless homeless people. I think it's probably just for the best. So <laughs> <laughs> just avoid that situation altogether. That's good advice. Uh, That'll do it again. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Again, we've already went over all the spots you can find us. Leave us a five-star review if you like what you heard. And we will catch you guys on the next one. Follow us for Mike's OnlyFans. You've heard of Bang Bros. You've heard of Bang Bus. You've heard of Fake Taxi. This week, we do a soup kitchen with a toothless homeless person. See you next week. (laughs) You know what it's called when they get up all in in one of those things? They call that a soup kitchen. <laughs> Guys, just fingers and poopers. No! <laughs>